playoffs? Talk about playoffs. One nine oh nine six, the Eagles fan podcast. Here's Rick, John, and Evan, the Giants fan. Camus. It was a reception. I don't care what any talking head says. It was ruled a reception. The Eagles played smart, ran to the line of scrimmage, snapped the ball. Devontae Smith did exactly what he was supposed to do. So all your national head, national talking head sports experts need to shut the hell up. The Eagles scored and won, and that's it. I'm done with this topic. Done. Rick, your thoughts. John, do you want to get something off your chest? Oh, my God. The next morning, every national show. Let's talk about, you know, first I got to talk about, like, oh, poor Brock Purdy, poor Brock Purdy. I'm like, oh, my God. And then they go into, like, okay, let's talk about the Eagles. And then immediately into, well, it wasn't reception. We need to change the rules. We need to do this. We need to do that. It's like, oh, my God. That's exactly what 31 other teams would have done. So everyone else can shove it up their ass. Done. That's it. I'm done with that topic. I thought you were done with the topic a couple of minutes ago. No. <laughs> oh my god! It 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 drove me nuts this week. I I, lo- I love the I love the whole line of uh, talk where they're like, "Well, if Brock Purdy would have still been healthy, it would have been a completely different game." Well, yeah, but I mean, maybe if you decided to not. Block Hassan Reddick, who had what sixteen sacks this year with a tight end. I with a like, backup tight end. Well, a backup tight end. Then maybe he wouldn't have been like running twenty miles an hour right into Brock Purdy un- uh, unimpeded. I know, it's it's insane the amount of like just oh well it just really wasn't a real game. It wasn't a real game, you know, because Brock was hurt and and Josh Johnson was hurt. No, it was a real game, everyone, because the Eagles effing schooled them on like their. It, with their two strongest units in the in, you know in their in their team, the D line and the O line ran rupshod over the Santa Clara 49ers. Done. <laughs> they kicked their ass. That's it. That's what happens when you mess with the Rocky statue. Bad <laughs> karma. Yeah. That's yeah. See, you think uh, Blaze or or Evan the Giants fan, you're uh, you're you're uh, they would have learned some lessons from uh, the Giants fans last week. Don't f with Rocky. All I saw was a can of Kelly Green whoop-ass. <laughs> right? And it wasn't like a tuna can. We're talking like a 64-gallon drum. Yeah, we're talking about the shit that's at Costco just got <laughs> dumped on the peninsula. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, like... Uh, all, all the talk here locally was like, oh, we're going to take over the link. Oh, da, da, da. oh, we're going to... Oh, man, we're going to take over the city. They, like, rented out uh, Xfinity Live from, like, 8 a.m. until 11 a.m. Saturday morning. Like, who wants to go drink beer, you know, on Saturday morning? 36 hours before the game starts. You mean drink Chardonnay 36 hours before the game starts? People here. Did they really rent it out? Is that what they did? So it's well, they uh, rented out or what they, you know, had a uh, 49ers nation, you know, get together or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, it looked in, it looked inspiring by the footage I saw online. I was like, wow, I, I really need to be part of that crew. No turkey and Swiss cheese steaks here. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And John, to your point, to your point, it's like, hey Shanahan, you got three timeouts. Get your head out of your ass. Take yeah. the timeout. Yeah, exactly. It's it's you you had your chance. It was the it was the first drive. It was the uh, you know so you had plenty of you know. It's not like the first half timeouts are like that coveted, right? I mean, you set the tone early, burn one, and just, you know, if they, if he would have done that, sure, yeah, they probably would have reversed it. But, oh, here's the one thing that drove me nuts is like, I've heard this a couple times. Like, oh, clearly they weren't in the hurry up offense because they hadn't been in that all day. It's like, it was the like fifth play of the drive of their opening drive. Of course they haven't been, been in a hurry up offense. People should have realized it's like, you don't know. I mean, they were inside what? Inside the 30? So that see, was a momentum swinger in the first quarter because it was a would have been a turnover on downs. Yep, totally. And the Santa Clara 49ers would have said, "Okay, we're looking. You know, we stopped them. We're looking yeah. good." Yeah, but they no, would have got they, the, they sat yeah. there in the sidelines going. It's like, come on. I I heard like uh, who was it? I, I think Sims was giving his boy Shanahan a pass. I was like, no, dude. It's fourth down. I think if the, if it was third down, maybe you hold on to that timeout. No, it was fourth down. That's a turnover on downs. I definitely would have called a timeout and like sent that thing up to the booth and, and gotten people to take a look at it. So, yeah. For all the you know Shanahan's like the smart guy, son of a head coach, yeah, da, 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 da. like that dude. Like in the moment when they needed him the most, buckled and didn't do the right thing. So sorry, pal. NFL not for long if you're you know. In this league, he, he, you know, he, they always say, "Oh, he's an offensive genius." Well, he clearly was not a genius. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, no, the, there was no genius sighting on Sunday afternoon at the link on yeah. the Forty Nine ers side. And Rick, to your point, I don't even care with Brock Purdy in. They weren't beating the Eagles. Period. Right, right. It yeah. wasn't going to happen. Yeah, just to think that you're going to come. Yeah, I mean, you have to be a. a much better team to come in and to a you know to go on the road and beat some beat a team in an MC championship game or in a you know a conference, conference championship, yeah. championship yeah. game. I mean, and you know this whole thing that oh you know they're so great and everything. I, I was just like leading up to it. I was like I kind of felt like they were frauds. Yeah, I would say, Rick, you were uh, smart. You bit your tongue on the last week's show as far as, uh, you know, saying, you know, what you actually thought, which was, <laughs> which you disclosed after the show a couple days later. It's like, you know what? I think the Eagles are going to steamroll them, actually. Right. And you're right. You're I, right. I predicted a double-digit win. I didn't think by that much, but, you know, I said, no, the Eagles are going to, the Eagles are not going to. There's no way the Eagles are going to be like, oh, you know, the 49ers. They're like, no way. I thought it would be a close game. But yeah, when, when, oh, my God. Can we talk about Jeremiah Johnson, whatever his name was? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That, yeah, I was going to say, okay, so, Rick, here's a question for you because I'm going to backdoor uh, Evan's uh, last statement into something I wanted to mention. But I wanted to ask Rick first. At what point did you realize the game was over? Uh, when, uh, Brock Purdy went out and then Josh Johnson came in and I saw very quickly, like he, he had nothing, right? Like he was not, you know, he did not have the Superman cape on. And I was like, I knew 
that they were going to be challenged. And then when you come in, you know, because I think, like, that's always my fear, right? Like, Hertz gets hurt, and then um, Minshew comes in. Like, you know, if that would happen to us, we would have been toast, yeah. right? Uh, so I knew when he come came on, in. Come on, Minshew's way better than Johnson, for God's yeah. sakes. Uh, agreed, but, you know, yeah. anytime you lose a starter like that, I think it's just like, oh, boy. Right, right. So that's, uh, yeah. I would say the moment I thought the game was over was that fumbled snap. You, you kind of saw inklings of it when they had, what, back-to-back delay of games? Exactly, yeah. I mean, I was like, eh, you know, I get it. It's like he's hurt. You know, there's a lot of, like, you know, it wasn't obvious what it was. A lot of, like, running around, like, what do we do? What do we do? But, I mean, clearly they didn't prep Josh Johnson to, like, go in for the game. Like, he just had no clue what he was right. doing. I, I must admit also to, like, literally, like, after Johnson got hurt, like, laughing at their quarterback situation. Maybe it's not, maybe that's politically incorrect to say after two guys get knocked out of the game. But I was like, what, are, I was saying to Dad, like, what are they going to do? Like, well, here's what pissed me like, off. Hey, who wants to play quarterback? <laughs> I they think were, that's they basically were they, they were putting the quarterback helmet on McCaffrey, for God's sakes. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think back to, like, you know, everyone's talking about, like, oh, I just really wish it was, like, a full game, a fair game, and just call it, saw everyone full string. It's like, uh, no, that's not the way it works. They blew up their, their, their O-line and their quarterbacks just the way they have done all year, and that's what they got for not, you know, playing, you know, you know, playing offense right against an amazing defense. Right? Like, remember years and years ago, like, the, uh, I brought this up to, to Evan the Giants fan and uh, uh, Chris P. is like, Remember, like, a couple, you know, what, 30 years ago, the body bag game against Washington where Brian Mitchell came in and had to play quarterback? Like, right. that was, like, celebrated. It's like, oh, my God, that was amazing. They knocked out both quarterbacks. Like, they kicked their ass. The Eagles are amazing. Now it's like, oh, uh, you know, that's too bad they knocked out the quarterbacks. Really wish we could have seen, like, a real game. It's like, no, dude, that's a real game. They blew up the offensive – the 49ers offensive line and blew up two quarterbacks. That's how you play – effing football right right like maybe maybe you guys should have protected the quarterbacks a little bit better right yep. like yeah Howie Long yeah. said that what the hell were they thinking putting a backup tight end on Reddick on Reddick that was yeah. insane yeah right. <laughs> the combined QBR of the three uh quarterbacks for San Francisco was 24.7 now I don't know I haven't delved really too far in to the QBR numbers and how that's calculated. But Christian McCaffrey threw one incomplete pass and has a QBR of 6.3. <laughs> yeah, that's... How does, only, that, how does that happen? The only thing I think that kept that, that rating up was Purdy showed up as 4 for 4. That's, that's the only reason. Yeah, he, well, he had... Yeah, so Purdy was 4 for 4 for 23 yards... His QBR was 3.7, and McCaffrey's was 6.3. So I don't know. What we're, I don't, who knows? But their quarter, their whole quarterback stitch. And then the second half, second half was just like a, it was just like was a it, joke. Oh, dude, it, it was, was just like that was painful out the strange. Yeah, I mean, I I will say, if I was a 49ers fan, I, I think I probably would have just turned off the TV. Yeah, like I think, and you know, we were with some uh, 49ers fans. And <laughs> they were kind of stuck watching it because I was there, and it was. You know, it was at, you know, our house. So, you know, they couldn't exactly get up and, like, leave the bar and walk out and go home. So, 
Yeah, I heard from people that I know uh, and what I've read is like almost all the Niners fans are gone by the end of the third quarter. Like they knew it was like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, there was. I mean, it was. I mean, the other thing too is like the, people got to remember the Eagles still put up thirty-one points against a top-rated defense, a highly motivated top-rated defense. I think that's lost on like a lot of people. Like, remember they they were full strength the whole, whole time and very you know. Fred Warner was like punching the football out, trying to punch the football out of uh, who was it like uh, Jalen's arms or, or or Gainwell's arms in that one run. It's like okay, right. clearly they're motivated and they they're still trying to do something. So it's not like the the Niners' defense was just rolling over. I'll give them credit; they tried to like make some magic happen, which just you know it didn't happen. Well, yeah, the Eagles put up thirty-one points on the number one defense in the league. Like. Yep. You know, Kansas City's defense is not that good. So, yeah, no, it's it's it'll be. Yeah, I was gonna say how I'm. I was gonna look this up, but what the uh, the defensive point averages is it was for uh, the Forty ers in the uh, in the regular season. Um, someone, Phil, why look this up? <laughs> Phil, this Phil. is this is me. Well, uh, I think you guys surfing did, did your, your, well, not the fast forward with the uh, Super Bowl, but I think you guys would have had a much tougher opponent with Cincinnati, safe to say. Think that's, I, I've heard that from a, a, a couple of folks. I honestly don't know Cincinnati well enough to to say, you know, one or the other. Because I think they were just so motivated to get back to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, Jesus, that poor bastard who knocked out Mahomes. But... Because I, I think there's no question they go on to win that game, and uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I've, this is the year. This the Eagles can be uh, their whole season. It's like the year of revenge, right? Totally. AJ Brown uh, going off on the Titans that got the GM, the GM that traded him, like fired twelve hours after the game. Right? Yep. They broke the sack record against Wentz in a game. Uh, Jalen knocked out, you know, knocked uh, the Giants out. Who was coached by, you know, his quarterback coach, uh, who benched him in the national championship game. Um, Sirianni beat, you know, uh, winning it for Frank Reich in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, that all—I I didn't even think that all happened. The clincher is that you ready for this one? I'm ready. When Andy Reid took over in Kansas City, you know one of the coaches he did not retain? Nick Sirianni. Oh. Oh, my. Wow. It's on. Yeah. Yeah, see, karma's a whatever. Oh, that's a good little tidbit. That is a good one. That's a good storyline. I like that. Yeah. The season of revenge. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, I, yeah, I just, the, the whole, the, the game was just, I couldn't believe it. I had to bite my tongue the whole time because, like I said, I was sitting with a couple 49ers fans and I didn't want to be, like, that asshole, like, just rubbing it in, but. Oh, I was laughing my ass off inside. <laughs> it was, yeah, I mean, um, uh, quick sidebar. Hey, ESPN, uh, fix ESPN.com because. Your 2022 season stats shows playoff numbers only. It doesn't actually show the season stats for 18 weeks. So fix your shit. All right, back to us. 
Um, so I can't figure out what the uh, the Niners' um, defensive uh, scoring. Yeah, well, in the in that late season run that they had, except for the Raiders scoring thirty four, they kept everybody under twenty points. Yeah, uh, thirteen, twenty, thirteen, seven, seventeen, zero, ten. Well, yeah, I mean, they were, plus their defense was exhausted. They were they had all thrown in the, all these guys had thrown in the towel. Like, what we're, we're done busting our ass. Yeah, uh, they were. I mean, Trent Williams wasn't wasn't done when he uh, hurled uh, Kayvon Wallace across the field. No, but you guys, like you said, Belichick's always said this: you play four quarters. Yep. Yeah. You, you don't let off the gas. I think Trent Williams was just like, uh, we're losing this game, and I don't want to play anymore. So. I'm just going to get my throw, myself thrown out of the game. <laughs> well, he has to be bummed out too, right? Because what he was he was on the Washington Commandos for how many years and just kept losing to the the 49ers, or the kept losing to the Eagles, and then he comes over to the 49ers with a little, you know, probably revenge in his you know in his uh, horizon, and instead he got he got blown up. Yeah. Which related to that, I mean, I was watching some of the, like the. Uh, uh, some of the clips online, and you know, watched a little bit more of the uh, the game afterwards. Like Nick Bosa didn't do jack shit. Sorry, no. Like he got no. he got schooled by Mylotta and um, uh, uh, well, Lane Johnson. So. Yeah, it also did. I don't know if you saw it. It didn't help that he got cleated. <laughs> I, I know. Was, I don't know if it's from an eagle or friendly fire, but that play on the sideline. Well, no, it was uh, so it was an eagle that threw. Uh, I think a gunner it was so a forty nine er. I think uh, his cleat hit uh, uh, hit his knee and just started gushing all over the place. Which I thought about later. It's like those guys they're wearing rubber cleats. It's not like it's not like they're wearing baseball cleats, right? Yeah. Like, yep. so, I don't know. It was not a good day for the Bosa boys. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That, yeah speaking of which. Evan, the Giants fan, did you see that clip of uh, it was a Joey Bosa uh, going into the game? Yeah. Oh my God. They were just going off on him. And and I think Joey had had a, a few drinks and kind of he kind of looked like a big asshole actually. Yeah, he did. Uh, he kept on reaching for his helmet to throw against the ground, but he <laughs> couldn't, couldn't find it. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, he's. He did, he said some stuff that wasn't you know this day and age you know is would be uh you know considered well it, it is derogatory right I mean especially in this uh, culture right now right and you can tell like his girlfriend or whoever the girl that was with him was like okay let's just go inside like you're losing this battle <laughs> yeah like, I think he was like I'm rich bitch or something like that I can yeah and um, I could pay my fine yeah like, I, I could pay, pay my, my fines <laughs> yeah <It's> like, that's <laughs> great. That's a good comeback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's it was not a good look uh, for the Forty Nine er franchise. I mean, I mean, I'm just curious, kind of where they go from here as a franchise. I mean, it's it's. Uh, well, this this I think opens the door for Tom Brady, right? I I, I, I would pretty, think so. Pretty. Ju- I mean, his. His throwing arm is never going to be the same with a ruptured ulna. Uh-huh. Like, he's got the same thing that uh, Bryce Harper has. And Harper just had surgery, and he, they're like, he's 
can't even swing a bat until the summer. Yeah, I mean, um, so I don't think like I don't think he like comes back as, uh, you know, nearly as good. I mean, an el- an elbow for a quarterback is huge. So yeah, let's just say the 49ers have a lot on their plate when it comes to the quarterback department because they got three guys sitting in <laughs> on the sideline. With the clipboards now. Yeah, I cannot remember a team that lost in the NFC championship game or, you know, was in an NFC, or in a conference championship game going into the next season with, like, quarterback situation. Like, with so many question marks, right? Like, who's their quarterback going into the next season? And look, let's give them props. They had, nobody saw that coming, right? A third-string quarterback going to the conference championship game. It was a hell of a run. But they weren't beating the Eagles, plain and simple. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... I, I think they probably take a hard run at at uh, Brady, but it's got to be a one-year thing, right? I mean, they're not. that's, that's not a long-term solution. Maybe they bring yeah. Brady in... Uh, Buys time for Brock to get healthy. Brock can learn some things from a, from a. I'm not going to call him the goat because I'm so sick and tired of the term goat. Um, <laughs> can learn something from him and like you know come back strong year after next. Because I hope he does, right? I mean, it's like it, all things considered, I think he's a. It's a good story. He seems like a good dude from all the interviews. I hope he comes back. And he you know he continues his his run as you know good quarterback play. So. Um. Then where does trade? What happens to trade Lance? What where does that do? He's he's got to be trade bait, right? But I mean, that's a thing that sucks, right? Is if they sign Brady, and oh well, we're basically into uh, around the NFL, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 and they know they have Brock Purdy. We're already into the next topic, but let's go back and play the transition music. <laughs> I know. We don't have a board operator, so this is the best we're going to get. Um, Trey Lance is trade bait, but everyone knows like they, they have no use for him, so no one's going to offer the you know offer the Niners anything good for him. Right. They know he's like dead weight, so it's like, what do you do? Right. I, I mean, I, I, think, uh, I think John Lynch has a a real conundrum, especially like how many draft picks they gave up for him. So, yeah, I mean, wait, yeah, I, I don't know what their draft, their draft picks look like, but between what they gave up to get him and also McCaffrey, like, yeah. so the, so the Niners have no draft picks in the first and second round, but they have three third rounders. Uh, guys, this just in will Misselbrook, the father of Colonel Tutty, does not have a new job yet on LinkedIn. So he's still technically uh, on LinkedIn, comes up as chief creative officer and chief content officer for the Washington Commandos. Rick, back to you. We will keep an eye on this for any uh, later developments. But, Rick, back to you. You can always stay with us for <coughs> updates on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> on Colonel Tutty updates. Colonel Tutty's dad's updates. At the, at the top and the bottom of every hour. <laughs> every hour. On the fives. On the fives. Or what was it in New York? Is it on the eights in New York on ten ten wins? Or is it on the sevens? I forget. Oh, good, good question. I'm going to say eights. It was it on the eights? I'd have to. Do some in Google. D.C., it's traffic on the twos. 
Oh, look at that. See, everyone's going to be a little different, right? And I bet you, you go to like Boston, it's traffic on the threes and Chicago's traffic, traffic on the nines. Which means if you have traffic on the nines, then you got to have sports on the twos, right? Because you can't have, like, too little time. You can't go traffic on the eights and sports on the nines because then you'll have a minute for traffic, and that just doesn't really work, especially in the morning. Anyway, that's not why we're here is to talk uh, about the radio. John, I think we know somebody who listens to the Hawaii traffic reports. Maybe we can get a Yeah, Evan the Giants fan, I don't know if you know this, but my dad uh, will fall asleep with the radio with <laughs> With local, he listens to the radio all night long. Literally. All night long in all his ear long. while he's asleep, and he, he'll listen to uh, local news in Honolulu, Hawaii. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's one word for it. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, when he's listening to this, it'll probably be as he's falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So enough. we just need to keep like shouting into this thing and just, just to keep him awake. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, so the Niners are, are, you know, in real trouble. They have like no high draft. I mean, unless they package up three three third rounders and get into the second round, but they're not. You know, they need to work some magic over the next couple of years. I know. think the Niners are going to go with uh, what's his, what's that's from uh, Green Bay. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. another North Cowboy. Yeah. yeah, it's a definite possibility. Um. Yeah, a lot of good quarterbacks have come out of uh, the Bay Area. Jared Goff. He is a NorCal guy. Allie Abreu. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at the, Look at you going Dale LaSalle on us. That's an excellent recall on, on your part. Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's almost like know. Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh was like a Dan Marino. Uh, was it Joe Montana from the Pittsburgh area too? Uh, I think he was. And uh, who was that dude out of... Elway? Was Elway uh, Pittsburgh, too? No, no, uh, Elway was Elway Stanford. Was oh, Stanford. Was, uh, his, dad, his dad was the coach at Stanford. Oh, that's right. Oh, you're going back to the Bay Area. I was trying to think of the, who was the Notre Dame quarterback who was out of Berwick, Pennsylvania. Ron Paulus. Ron Paulus, that's right. Ooh, they were giving them the Heisman before he even took a snap his freshman year and then just did nothing. That guy couldn't win. I mean, I felt bad for that guy almost. So, uh, yeah, the 49ers, I was looking up. uh, Sean Payton, that's big news today. Yeah, Sean Payton uh, signed with, uh, well, Evan, you kind of jumped the gun a little. Oh, I did? Damn it. Yeah, because you know know what you need. Hold on, wait for it, wait for it. Damn it. See, this interface blows. Here we go. Yes, there it is. Yeah. The uh, the NFL coach washing machine continues. Evan, you were saying? Uh, you know, you're gonna have to throw in some soap and <laughs> some some offensive coordinators, Downy Fresh, and all downy. that all that Jimmy Jazz. All that Jimmy Jazz. They gave up a lot for him, boy. Yeah. They. Uh, so yeah. The. The New Orleans received from the Broncos, what, a first and a second? Yeah. Just for the rights to talk to Peyton about signing contracts. So Peyton is going to the Denver Broncos. D'Amico Ryans, uh, I even wonder if he rode the team planes back to San Francisco because he's now the coach in Houston. 
Yeah, that that was fast. They kind of fell fast after uh, this past weekend. That's a good move for him, though. I yeah, I think so. It's you know you have a you have an ownership group that's a little wonky out there, but yeah, you know it, it's you know I think he's yeah he, he's probably the right type of personality. He seems like an ass kicker for a coach, former Eagle, obviously. So you know, um, who's the yeah, other? Now, now it's like uh, it's kind of like musical chairs, right? Now the first couple. <laughs> <laughs> got their jobs, and it's like people are like running around trying to, trying to get, uh, <coughs> trying to get a job. Yeah, uh, they did interview for most Eagles fans probably know this, but uh, it sounds like um, uh, Jonathan Gannon is staying put um, uh, at the Philadelphia Eagles, so he is not going anywhere. I think he was in the running, I believe, for Houston. Is that right? Right, right. So, but he said staying. right after the game he's staying. Yeah, he's st- so which basically tells you, uh, you know, D'Amico Ryan's knew he was going to Houston prior to the game. He oh, got yeah. offered the job right, you know, a couple days before. Right, right. Um, uh, offensive Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore was let go by the Cowboys, and this is this is washing machine if it's ever a washing machine. Then was picked up by the Chargers as an offensive coordinator. So that's an interesting development. Literally within like 24 hours. Yeah. Which, okay, so like if that happens, so they do have the um, the Rooney rule for coordinators too. So like within 24 hours, they, you know, they kind of, you know, took care of business, so to speak, as far as the Rooney rules. Is that, you know, is anyone looking into that? Or either that or like they knew that was coming. Right or the Cowboys knew they were letting him go, and and uh, Moore already had his eye on the door. I, I like when John throws the penalty flag on the Rooney rule. <laughs> totally. uh, uh, well, it's just so it's so ridiculous. I mean, it's. Do you I really what, think they enforce that in today's game? I don't. Uh, think so. No, I think it's probably the short answer, but right. it's, it's it's a total just like you know. It's, yeah. I I don't think so. I mean, I mean, do they really like cut a deal with that dude, like from the Dallas to go to San Diego in 24 hours? I'm gonna call BS on that. Yeah, I, I just don't think. Yeah, I, I'm not convinced that they actually do their due diligence. They probably just sent fax some paperwork over to uh, over the NFL on Park Avenue. And be like, yep, we did it all. Check, 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 and you know <laughs> that's it. It's like they have like a little one sheet of like oh, all the rules you got to do for the Rooney Rule and. And uh, you know that's it. it. We did it. Let's uh, let's talk about another subject that I know irritates John: the Pro Bowl or what? Oh my god! Oh my god! How is Derek Carr going to the Pro Bowl? <laughs> but even better yet, a fourth alternate, Tyler Huntley, is going to the Pro Bowl. So and you know how many stupid. TD passes he threw this year? Two. <laughs> like, stop. Well, do you guys know why? They were tremendous flag football players back in Pee Wee. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Right. right, back in their Pee Wee days. Oh my God! It's, I just it, they don't call it the Pro Bowl. Call it like the 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 bowl that occurs. The average just, bowl. Yeah, the average bowl that occurs before the Super Bowl. Call it the not Super Bowl. Something I don't. Know, it's, it's the, just, the joke the bowl. Super yeah, the joke. <laughs> the vanilla bowl. Yeah, as soon as you send like a basically a fourth stringer to, you know. To the Pro Bowl, I mean, it's no longer the Pro Bowl. It, you know what it is? It's t- turned into like a big Manning thing. That's the, the annoying part. 
Oh, I saw that. That makes it even more ridiculous. Which I'm, I'm getting to the point, too, and I think Evan the Giants fan, I think I said this during the game the, uh, uh, the other day with uh, that Lays commercial for, uh, with the Mannings that aired like 50 times during the game. I think that the Mannings are on the verge of like jumping the shark. They're definitely overexposed. Yeah. Full saturation. Yeah. <laughs> Omaha Productions needs to go on hiatus for like a year and a half. <laughs> yes. Or right. It's Peyton needs to go into hiding for a year. Enough. You know, it's just brutal. The, they may, it may have not jumped the shark, but I mean, the shark is all but prepared yeah. to make that jump. Yeah, that, that motorcycle is revving and ready to go for uh, Fonzie to, to make the jump for sure. <laughs> no, that was season two, John, over Al Burgershack. Is that what it was? Wait, was it season two that that episode aired? I don't know. I'm just being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds plausible. I mean, season two, I think he jumped the, uh, you know, whatever, Al's Burgershack, and then season 14 was, oh, jump the shark. Yeah, but, I mean, they just need to, I mean, yeah. They were funny for a bit, but it's like, yeah, they need to simmer down. Yeah, well, it's it, yeah, it's kind of like, hey, guys, you guys had the spotlight because you guys were good quarterbacks. You did not have the spotlight because you were great personalities, right? Like, right. I think they kind of have blurred the line there, right? Like, they think they're in such, uh, I don't know. No, I think next up, in you know, when they finally do retire, will be the uh, the Kelsey boys. Yeah, well, yeah. Supposedly, Kelsey's like in line to be like a radio host, isn't he? In uh, in Philadelphia, when he retires, am I am I on crazy pills or is that? Uh, I think you're on crazy pills. Oh. Yeah. They are. Yeah, they're completely reshuffling everything. But um, the midday is going to be Hugh Douglas. Um, the midday guys are going to the morning. They're starting a new show with Hugh Douglas and then Ike Reese and John March are staying in the afternoon. So I don't know, maybe he'll probably do something in media, but I don't know. Yeah. I think this is his last year. Um, but I don't, I don't, I haven't heard anything. You know, who's going to be in media, uh, in the next couple of weeks, Jeff Saturday. There's no way that guy's coming back to <laughs> no. yeah. head coach. No. In fact, I my that's kind of the one concern. I I I, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if that's where like Shane Steichen. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? I bet you Shane Steichen doesn't go to the Colts because they did uh they did Reich wrong. And I think weren't him and weren't Steichen and Reich close? Yeah, and I think uh, I think Sirianni's like he's got he was, uh, you know. He does not like the Colts, so yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he'd be like, "Dude, don't go to the Colts." Yeah, hold out for, you know, the Jets. I don't know. <laughs> don't go to the Colts. Like, go to the USFL before you yeah. go to the Colts. Yeah, go to the Philadelphia Stars. There you go. Yeah. They could use uh. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Jersey General's going to kick the Philadelphia Stars' ass. <laughs> Uh, speaking of kicking ass, uh, Evan, the Giants fan, any idea what the uh, your New York football Giants did on their vacation this past week? Duh, all ears. <laughs> I'm, 
I, I'm not sure. I was, I was going to check Big Blue View and just see if uh, how many of them went to Cabo or. You know, no, I'm just wife. keeping close tabs on Sean, seeing what he's going to do. I mean, he's kind of keeping it close to the vest, and he's not not really telling us what he's going to do yet. I mean, you know, he's got to go through the roster and and say, all right, what U, UFAs do I want to keep, and which do I want to punt? So we'll see. And they got they got some some cash in the in the cell. Yeah, cap, I think so they're, uh, they're in good second, shape. They're yeah, they're second or third in uh, in cap space. Right, I think, but I think, you know. Let's be, again, keeping it real, they got their ass handed to them in Philadelphia. It wasn't like they just lost, and they're a couple of pieces away. They're still a lot of pieces away. Uh, they are, uh, let's see, third, so they have the third most yes. in cap space, $44 million. <laughs> The Bears, the Bears evidently didn't spend money on anyone this past year because they have $90 million of cap space. I saw that. Is that insane or what? So I'm pretty sure they're just going to buy all the Eagles free agents this year and just see if they could just uh, recreate what uh, the Eagles did this past year. Uh, for those counting, the Eagles have, what, about $4 million in cap space? Yeah, uh, $4.2 million in cap space. So they'll do some restructuring and then try to sign a couple guys, but, you know. I gotta think. Uh, you know, I think they're gonna. I think Bradbury's gone. Uh, Gardner Johnson will stick around. Um, curious to yeah. see what they'll do with uh, Miles Sanders. Yeah, that's the thing is they're not gonna be able to keep everybody. I think Sanders is gonna be gone um, because they got Gainwell, and Gainwell has been getting as many carries as Sanders, and they're not gonna pay Sanders. You know, it's the yeah. same thing. They're not gonna pay. Give a running back a ton of money. There's no way. Yeah. Um, and Jalen's up for a contract, and you know he's going to get. Oh, he's going to get thirty kid, million. If they ass. franchise tag him, he gets like thirty-one million. So here's like a. Uh, uh, I'm curious if they ever go to kind of would go down this road, rather than uh, and because I've heard this talked about with, with Brady, I think, and it's something evidently I think the NFL frowns upon. Rather than paying a quarterback kind of a, you know, their, you know, kind of what their annual pay is, is making their pay, annual pay a percentage of the um, uh, salary, the player salary that year, which I thought was interesting. So basically, if it's 20% or 10%, it just always kind of goes up with like whatever, uh, you know, whatever the salary cap is. So as the salary cap goes up, they automatically get a bump. So I'd be curious if anyone just kind of ever leans in that direction. But I thought that was an interesting idea. Uh, other Eagles uh, free agents, Robert Quinn, he's going to leave. He was, he was a total rental. Um, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox is actually an interesting uh, situation. i got to think he's probably either, would he retire or would he go sign with someone else? That'd be, uh, I mean, because he's not going to get, what, 30, uh, 14 million from someone at this point. What about Sue? Is he a one year deal? He, yeah, he's, he's yeah. a rent a player for sure. He's, he's going back to his couch. Yeah. Uh, Hargrave, I bet you they'd probably re sign him, no? Yeah. I think he sticks around. Fletcher could be gone. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Graham, they, they will. I could see them bringing him back, but at like a discounted price, like two or yeah. three million. Almost kind of like a farewell tour, and you know, right. that sort of thing. Right. 
Um, uh, who else is a? I'm trying to. I'm looking at the entire league right now, but Nelson Aguilar is a free agent. <laughs> Bring him back. Uh, oh, they don't have it on their page. Oh, never mind. All right. Um, should we talk about the Empire State Building? Uh, no, let's why, not. Why, yeah, no. Why questions. They, the, the pride why of New York, please. Holy shit. Are you kidding me with that? I thought you got, I honestly thought that was fake news. I was like, get out of here. I thought it was too. I thought someone was like, uh, you know, photoshopping some stuff. But no, I really real. Yeah. I mean, what would, what is that? Whoever did that thinking? I had no idea they were celebrating the Jets in the end of of January. They were excited about uh, the prospect of, yeah, signing Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Right. It's like, did the Jets Jets just get like the number one pick or something? What's going on? Oh, my God. Uh, Well, I was telling Rick, I was telling this to your brother. I said, and this is a real reach. Syracuse was congratulating the Philadelphia Eagles on their East Coast compadres. Yeah, I, I, Jalen Hurts was at the Syracuse Virginia game last night, which I did not. Was trying to figure out the tie there, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's that's a reach, right? That I mean, is bizarre. Where, where you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the guy who went to Oklahoma and Alabama is at the Syracuse Virginia game. The yeah. only thing I could figure is did it. So his girlfriend's making the round and all the uh, page six stuff because the rarely seen girlfriend of of Jalen Hurts is the photos are popping up. Maybe she went to Syracuse for Virginia. I don't know. Uh, that's a good guess. I'd have that's to see. Yeah, one of those two. I or maybe he has like a the relative. Game, if the game was in Miami, but like who chooses to go to Syracuse? The end of January. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, clearly, Evan, the Giants fan, you were in Syracuse at the end of January because you were there for four years, no? Uh, yeah, but, you know, not by, you know, it's not like, hey. <laughs> it's not like I say, to tell them. The no. <laughs> like, hey, honey, where do you want to go on vacation? I want to go back to Syracuse, sweetheart. No. <laughs> yeah, not happening. I remember I went and looked at Ithaca, and I was like, we went in the summer, and there were like these halls between buildings. I was like, what are these for? And they're like, oh, in the winter, we usually don't go outside. We just use these halls and go between the buildings. I was like, what? That's what I realized with like I the was, city The city of Indianapolis is basically like, built that way. Get me out of here. It's like you can like basically go from building to building like underground or through like tunnels like over the top of the streets. I'm like... Yeah, if that's how shitty the uh, the weather is here, that you basically got to build your infrastructure like a bunch of, like a bunch of like the what are, what are those things? Uh, uh, you put um, gerbils in; they like crawl through their tunnels, and it's like the plastic tubes. Yeah, there you go. You know what I'm talking? That's basically where I was like, Indianapolis is like gerbil city, but for humans. It's weird, John. You have to tell you have to tell Evan the Giants fan about your visit to Hampton Sydney College. <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, so Evan the Giants fan. So, uh, so my dad took me on the tour. So at the time we were living on the West Coast in the Bay Area. So my my parents, my dad and my mom, went, obviously, duh, um, really wanted me to go to school on the East Coast. Which you know, in retrospect, I totally get. I think it was it was a good move. I went to school on the East Coast. 
so my dad's like, all right, let's let's go take a tour of like you know all the schools on the east coast, and and uh, I'm like, all right, cool, great, let's go drive around for four or five days, look at campuses, you know, drove around, saw a few, and there was one day where like we're driving out like two, three hours, we're like in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, where are we going? He's like, oh, oh, it's it's this great school. It's this amazing school called Hamden Sydney, and we're like pulling in, and you know we're Hamden what? Hampton Sydney. Hampton Sydney. What the hell is that? So, <laughs> so well here, here you about to find it. So I'm like asking him questions because you know we didn't have the internet or anything like a cell phone, so I couldn't pull it up and like find information. So I'm kind of like asking my dad, like you know, well, what do you know about this? Why why are we coming here? And like as we're getting in the car, I got out. I was like, and he's like, oh, and it's an all boys school. I was like, all right, back in the car, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here <laughs> and we got back in the car and kept driving john didn't even get out of the car yeah like no nope, <laughs> not getting out yep yeah, sorry right. dad news that car back up. <laughs> right yeah. dad newsflash this is 1950 i don't want to be at a sausage fest for four years oh my from the age god of 18 could to you 21. imagine no that okay. would be brutal in the middle Hampton of nowhere Cindy's about 10 miles southwest of farmville virginia oh my god <laughs> oh is that where it is yeah it's Holy like it's uh, between like Lynchburg and Richmond. Does that school still exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet there, it's like a total. I I had friends who went there. It's like total preppy school, like bow ties and. You like, know, I could say you know, okay, maybe boarding plans. school. I could get if you're like a bad kid or whatever. But really, college? Uh, Ooh, that's rough. Okay, I'm checking to see if there's still like boys. Uh, it's yeah, still, there's, yeah, it's still boys. <laughs> yeah. Private liberal arts men's college. Like, what? okay. An 18 year old's not a man, by the way. So, Trippy. calling it a men's college is a. Now, did you, was there a sister school where you did like the prom thing twice a, twice a semester kind of thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, want, there, I don't uh, want it to turn yeah. into like school ties or something <laughs> or shit like that. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. uh, Longwood is in uh, Farmville, which I always thought that was an interesting name. <laughs> School. Yeah, Farmville. Isn't that a, that was like a video, like a a game on Facebook, like from like ten years ago. Anyway, maybe that's hilarious. That that's a cla- that's a good story. Actually, that is yeah. good. that it's is good a very action. good John story. Yeah. Like get back oh, in the man. car. Nope. <laughs> and I ended up in Boston for all those that are curious. So I went to like basically the cold opposite of Hampton City. Yeah, it, it literally it literally is out in the middle of nowhere because Ted had a football game out there at Fork Union Military Academy. And literally, there are times going out there. I had no cell service. Yeah, it was like it's like in the middle. It's like this dead zone in Central Virginia. Yeah, hopefully, no one in, from Hamden Sydney is like listening to this. Cause like, wow, they're just shitting on Hamden Sydney. We uh, we just lost the Hampton Sydney College Alumni Association. Oh, as a sponsor. Done, yes, yeah. yeah. Whoops, sorry. I mean, Evan the Giant. They're all the, now that you told me where it was. There are probably a bunch of Corporal Tutty fans. Yeah, anywhere. totally. Yeah. I bet you Will Misselbrook went there. <laughs> but seriously, no if you look at like where it is located on like the map of Virginia, it's like dead center, middle of nowhere, like population twelve sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Enough, enough on Hampton, Sydney. Yes. Uh, should we move? Let's see. Should we move on to uh, seven questions? Are we ready sure. for some seven let's questions? Go. All right, let's go. <coughs> Yes. 
Well, my number one question we already talked about, it was, John, when did you know the game was over? Uh, to, to, to recap, the game was over when the ball went between the center's hands, the 49ers center's hands, and hit uh, Josh Johnson squarely in the hands, and he dropped it and turned it over. So that's, that's kind of when I thought it was like, that, you know, I, just for clarity, that's when I knew it was over. I thought it was over after the two delay games, but as soon as, as soon as he dropped the snap, I knew it was over. Question number two. John, <coughs> do you... <coughs> excuse me. My, <coughs> Get it out. My cough was like all gone, and now that I have to talk... Now it's back. Do you remember when the Eagles were in the first Super Bowl on January 25th, 1981? You would have been six years old, six and a couple months years old. Do you have any recollection of that? Uh, so I do have a recollection of it. I remember watching it on that small orange television we had. Uh, and it was, The black and white television. Yeah, so it was a small or I mean, like, pretty... I don't want to say bright orange, but it is very orange, right? If I, is my memory correct? Right. And right. I think it, at the time it may have been, was it in your room at that point? Uh, no, it was in Jim's. I was never lucky enough to have a television in my room. No. Even a black and white one. <laughs> uh, so I just remember it being in, not in the living room, but in one of, one of the bedrooms. And we, I was kind of watching it there for a little bit. And remember right. watching the Eagles game off of that. So, yeah, I, and I remember them, you know, sadly, obviously losing. Uh, wasn't a great game, but alas. Alas, yes. We, we, you know, at least the Eagles got there. They played well against the Cowboys. Um, but, yeah, against uh, the Raiders, not so much. Right. Uh, John, question number three. What silly <laughs> prop bet would you uh, bet in the Super Bowl? I would say a good silly prop bet would be... Um, this is I'm trying to think of like... And I'm trying to go like silly, but one that probably does exist. So like... Um, golly. I'd say how many times does... Um, oh man, I'm trying to think of something that's like slightly nuanced that players do or something like that. I I think an easy one is like how all right, how many first downs does Dallas got? You know, how many first down receptions does Dallas got at half? That's not very exciting though, because I always think of like he always does the same thing when he gets a first down. He holds the ball out and he drops it and he does the first down sign. But that's not exciting. I'm trying to think of a like. Will there be a safety? Will a kicker miss a? A extra point. Will the Eagles win the coin flip? Oh, uh, how many times will Brett Kern hit the uh, Skycam wire? <laughs> exactly. And the over-under is .5, and I may go the over, see if he can do it again. Exactly. John, question number four. Do you see the Super Bowl as a revenge game against Andy Reid? I may, I'm curious, I, you know, I'd be curious to hear your question, but I actually don't see it as a revenge game against Andy Reid. Uh, I see it as 
you know, I, yeah, I don't see it as a revenge game. I, I, I have no, like, ill will towards Andy Reid. You don't Reed. have any animus towards Andy Reid for just getting to the, you know, not winning the Super Bowl, getting to the conference championship a bunch of times. Nah, I, you Mismanaging know. the clock every game. <laughs> so I know the answer Same to that question. Same time viewers. I, I, I would say, no, I, I, I'm kind of, I had that frustration that, that, for a while, but I've kind of uh, purged it. The one I still kind of hold on to is actually uh, Donovan McNabb. I just can't get over like just how much he just caved in the Super Bowl. That's <laughs> that's the one I just. In the moment we needed him the most, he just puked. Literally, literally, yeah, puked yeah. on his shoes. And where did that happen? Was that Arizona? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Oh wait, Jacksonville has a stadium. I think so. Oh, okay. Tallahassee, maybe? <laughs> Their quarterback is in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Hold on for a second. What? Yeah. Are you saying Jacksonville has a football team? <laughs> they do. Who would say it was a good idea, good idea to put a uh, football team in Jacksonville? No one hey, is there. Doug Peterson is the coach. Oh, hey, deal with it. <laughs> oh, see. Another reason why Jacksonville. Oh, boy. That was a terrible slogan. Yeah. It's oh. a Philly thing. It's far better. Question number five. John, have you drank any Camus lately? Uh, that's a, it's a funny question you you should ask that. I, I actually... Sigh. Sigh from Evan, Evan the Giants. I have not. I actually uh, am, am packing tonight because I've got to hop on a plane back to another state for a bit. And Evan the Giants fan, you'll appreciate this. I almost left the Camus out and behind, and I... Just before hopping on the uh, podcast tonight, I grabbed it and put it in my bag. So why would I appreciate that? Because it's going to be enjoyed once I, you know, rendezvous I was, with. I thought the bet was to enjoy it with you. Oh, yeah, is it? Apparently not. Good <laughs> shit. Okay, you know what? Oh, well, this works though. Sounds Fine. like our executive producer is going to enjoy it. <laughs> that's that's what I thought. You know, what? I will hold on to it. I will bring it uh, to Park City. Uh, you're a good man, Charlie yeah. Rand. I'll bring it to Park City, and you and I can sit in the lobby and uh, drink some red wine in the Park. cold, freezing weather of uh, Park of, uh, City. Are we having a one nine zero nine six corporate meeting there? Uh, sort of. Yeah. We have to go there for work in a couple weeks during uh-huh. a certain All Star game. So, oh, well, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. How how exactly is usually the All Star game is like a big party? How's that going to work in Utah? It's not. Uh, you, you buy off, you grease the hands of a bunch of local politicians, and they suspend some laws for a week. I mean, that's exactly. basically what—that's what they did for uh, the Olympics. All those laws or whatever, I think, got suspended for like a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, you know, the—I uh, guess the—the uh, uh, the, <laughs> no, I won't go there. Never mind. Oh, bite my tongue. <laughs> yes. Make a religious free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, question number six. Question six. John, will the Eagles win the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't know how to answer this. I don't want to jinx. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say yes, actually. I, I think from what the Eagles have demonstrated the past two weeks and the ferocious defense, I think the defense is poised 
to contain, uh, not contain, I should say, not contain, to slow down um, uh, Patrice Mahomes. I, th- I think I think they have the ability, the speed, you know, and I think that hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully Gannon and those guys teach him like, dude, you got to finish your play, take him down, you know, don't let him, don't let an arm free, you know, better yet. Tear his UCL, you know, on the first possession of the game. That 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 was a good. That worked last week. Let's do it again this week. So I, I'm going to go with uh, yes. I th- I think I think uh, in about two weeks the the city of Kansas City will not be in a good mood. Right. John, last question: Do you find Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes as annoying as yes. F? Yes. As I do. Yes. The whole like bromance thing is like it's it's up there with like I'm so done with that, just like the, the Manning Manning brothers. Right. And that's the annoying part right now too, is like that's all you're gonna hear for like the next like couple of weeks is just the the bromance of of Kelsey and and, um, and Patrice. It's just you know, and sadly, unfortunately, we're going to hear just Kelsey Bowl, Kelsey Bowl, Kelsey Bowl. So the, 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 the sports media will ride that shit into the ground. Just too bad. Even Evan, the Giants fan, might get sick of it. Uh, yeah. So. Well, John, those are my seven questions. Oh, nice job. Let me uh, see. Where's uh, Where do we end? Uh, uh, not this one. That is the climax of foolishness. That's the wrong one. Yeah, big crack, Jim. I would give myself an A+. Plus. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of Trump, uh, our oldest brother evidently listened to the podcast, but he made no mention to us over text about the uh, the soundbite I played for him last week. So uh, I was a little disappointed in that. But anyway. uh, I was with him over the weekend. He was very busy watching his daughter ice skate. Ah, that's fake news. You guys don't even have a brother. <laughs> I'm trying to get him on here. He was, he was asking me how to call in. Yeah, let's get him on here. Come on. Yeah. Next, next week, get him on here. Yeah. I got que- I'm going to ask your brother seven questions. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do a quick uh, uh, two. Let's do a, a, a three minute preview. Because we don't want to belabor this too much, because we'll probably have to go over this a little more next week. But you know, kind of a quick uh, ninety. Rick, give me uh, give me thirty seconds on what you you you're looking forward towards in the uh, Super Bowl coming up, aside from the Eagles being in it. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, my biggest concern is is that you know the Chiefs have kind of been there before. Um, this is really the first time for like the coaching staff and the. A lot of the players outside of, you know, what, the six or seven players. Yep. Um, you know, is the stage going to be too big for them? Is it going to be, you know, are the nerves going to be too great? Um, you know, that is, I think, kind of my biggest concern is that um, it will just overwhelm them. And, you know, Jalen Hurts has not played. The, you know, the past two games has not played all that great. Yeah. And I think, you know, the farther you go in the playoffs, um, your errors, any errors that you have are magnified. And, you know, that's 
probably my those are probably my two biggest concerns. I'm not worried about the defense. I think the defense is going to get after it. Yeah. Um, but it's the offense and Jalen Hurts and you know, um, yeah. I don't know if that's thirty seconds. But. I would give myself an A plus. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, as a as neutral party, any kind of, you know, twenty seconds. What's kind of your headline in the uh, for the uh, for the Super Bowl this this next couple of weeks? What what's kind of your thoughts? I would say do not abandon your run game because mm. if you if you if you get it in the whole pass happy thing, that's going to be an issue. Yeah. So. If you can control the ball and keep Mahomes off the field and just good point. dominate the run game, you're going to be looking good, Billy Ray. All right. I'll, uh, I'll give you one of those. Yeah, I, I think those are two, uh, you know, pretty solid, you know, Thoughts on the, on the Super Bowl. I think he kind of got mine in seven questions, so I won't kind of belabor any further. I figured, you know, let's uh, let's move on to uh, this week's unrelated topic of the week. <laughs> so, as uh, everyone probably knows, the Oscar nominations came out what last week? This week? Is that what it was? I forget. A couple weeks ago. And so we had uh, Evan the Giants fan and myself and some others had kind of a back and forth on, you know, a controversial topic. That being Top Gun Maverick, is it a Best Picture nominee? Is it worthy of Best Picture nominee? And, you know, my first reaction was no. But after further thought, I'm going to say yes. I think it is. Rick, your thoughts? Um, I kind of had the same, like, could that really be? Can, can a sequel be a Best Picture nominee? I, that, that thought did kind of cross my mind. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I I think it's, uh, you know, it, I think it's fair for it to be mentioned yeah. in the, uh, you know, in the part of the nominees. Evan, the Giants fan, your thoughts? on It's the only damn movie I saw. So, yes, hands down, <laughs> it wins Best Picture. So wasn't it the top grossing film last year, if I'm not mistaken? Absolutely. So doesn't it make sense, and I'm not saying I'm not advocating for this, but just kind of, you know, a little mental exercise in what this would mean. Wouldn't it make sense by default, at least, you know, the top grossing film of the year has to be part of the nominees for Best Picture? Isn't that, that's a, that seems fair, right? I mean, come on. After all, the, the, let's let's call a spade a spade. I mean, it's a popularity contest. That that's true. And if it made the most money out of anyone, it's pretty much, you know, the most popular. No. But you know, the Academy. Remember, Star Wars got the snub back in '77. It was yep. like it blew everybody's mind, and it changed all the cinema. But the Academy said, "No, we can't do that." Yeah. Yeah. We're science fiction, hall. no. We can't have science exactly. fiction. Can't do science fiction. What are you kidding me? No. Yeah. No, we need Let's people just... like dying or crying in the movie to be nominated for Best right. Picture. Let's just give it to our, our, our good buddy Woody Allen. I like yeah. Woody, but come on. Best Picture, any all? I'm going to call total. Yeah. Yeah. Total, I, total I, nonsense. Yeah. It, I think, you know, thinking back, is it the greatest script of all time, or, you know, this year? No, obviously not. But I think the story told was interesting. 
the cinematography and the visuals were amazing. And it was all in camera. It wasn't, you know, you didn't pay an army of artists overseas to kind of make this thing happen. You had a couple of guys who were committed to making this thing look cool, and it, it worked. Totally. Top Gun was number one with $718 million. Uh, Black Panther is number two at 436. So, for the record, I fell asleep during Black Panther. Um, and Evan at number four, Avatar. Oh, is that in the, yeah, oh, there you go, yeah, talk about garbage. So, so just for a fun little exercise, if we took that whole notion, the top grossing film will always get nominated for Best Picture 2021, that would have meant Spider-Man No Way Home would have been uh, nominated for Best Picture, which, you know, got pretty good reviews, I'm not advocating by, by no means that it, uh, um, uh, should be you know nominated. Um, worldwide box office in 2020 was the 800. What the hell was that? Oh, that's some like overseas Chinese. No wonder I never heard of that. Anyway, I just thought that was an interesting exercise. I thought you know, um, Bad Boys for Life was the top grossing. Oh my god. Wow, this is unfair. maybe no, but you uh, know I'm, pull, I'm pulling back on that idea. Never mind. Terrible no, like idea. Like a couple of years, I don't know when it was. But what was the uh, Squid Game? Not Squid Game, but what was the Korean film that did really well? Was that a film or was that a series? Though no, it was a film. The film that won Best Oscar. Best um, film or Best Picture, that, not Best Oscar. No, it won the Oscar for Best Picture. Yeah, you said it Best Oscar. Right. Best right. film. Best yeah. But that's, I guess that's where the other flaw in that idea is like, how do you, uh, how do you, you know, how do you nominate something that's not released uh, to the movie theaters, right? So you would, you know, streaming release wouldn't count. So you'd have to basically, it'd have to be in wide release. Although I guess technically, isn't that the rule that Oscars, Evan the Giants fan, it has to be released in like LA County or something like that would well, be in the Oscars? Eh, I think it's got to be theatrical release. I know that. Um, okay, that's so maybe that's already sidebars. Yeah, which again, uh, you want to go down that road? I think theaters are toast. Uh, yeah, we were talking about this before. Yeah, I I think they're still alive. But what is the number one top lifetime grossing film? Uh, adjusted for inflation. Oh, what of all what? time? Of all time, it's uh, Avatar, isn't it? Avatar. It's Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Two point nine billion. Jeez. Yeah, Avatar, and then Titanic, and then uh, I think, and then the Marvel movie, Avengers: Endgame. I think's up there. Well, look at you just rattling off like. <laughs> what are you like on Box Office Mojo? All the no, time? that's that. Like, that's memorized. I'm pulling that. I'm pulling that out of <laughs> out of the Cliff Clavin Annals right there. Yeah. Annals. Uh, all right, anything else we need to uh, discuss uh, before we head into the rest of the week? I do think next week we should get our brother to come on. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes, yeah. make it happen, guys. I think, I think that's a good call. Heading into the Super Bowl, if there's ever a time we should have some stunt casting or stunt guests, 
the week before the Eagles Super Bowl is definitely the time to do it. And I'll, we have to have Evan do seven questions of Jim. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and, and we'll give him the questions so that we can have plausible deniability. <laughs> oh, I'm down for that. Oh, my God. No, you know what? We'll do ten questions, but we we should leave room for Evan to ask if three of his own questions. Or yes, one. please do. Yeah. I would, I would personally like to ask him, what is the spread? Can you explain to me the spread and the money line? Oh, God. Uh, Rick, we only have an hour. Okay? <laughs> Settle down. You want to chew up the whole podcast just on one question? Oh, that would be tremendous. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I, will, yeah. I will work on it. John, you and I, we have to tag team him. Yeah, I'll be tech support to get it loaded. Well, clearly he can get onto his phone, but I can. Uh, I will uh, help him uh get online and you know talk him through it maybe that'll be the opening segment is me talking to jim helping him get onto this uh, get onto he the said podcast. he listened to the episode last week yeah but i i don't know if he knows how to like join a live podcast though i don't know this is for him though i'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure that's for you jim um, yeah, we'll figure it out. He, yeah, we got yeah, to get him to make sure he gets the app going and all that, Jimmy J. Yeah, we oh, just got to play. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. An A+. Plus. He, and we don't have to worry about that. He went to school in Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he was surrounded by tech geeks. Okay. That's yeah. half the battle. Yeah. All right. Well, solid. another solid show. Um, we're heading into uh, the Pro Bowl, but, you know, we're looking forward to the Super Bowl. Because no one cares about the Pro Bowl. Again, congratulations, boys, and going to the big, the big dance. Thanks. Until next week, go birds! Bye-bye.